0: uh i'm bobby
1: navia and i'm dorian weinsamer
0: welcome everybody back to the couch uh another week another trailer yep um another goddamn trailer another goddamn (laughs) this is a goddamn trailer all right um well i'm not gonna bury the lead dorian we're gonna talk about some vin diesel today we are we're We're gonna gonna talk big vinny d vin diesel yeah (laughs) the d's yeah um we're gonna be talking about the trailer to bloodshot yeah the new uh comic book movie yes coming out
1: based on a valiant comic book valiant comic yeah book. like god i i remember like when i when you sent me the trailer and i was like i remember a bloodshot i was like it can't be that <laughs> though like none of that shit survives yeah like, right valiant was like i remember they were like uh, i don't even know where they came from but like all of a sudden at the comic stores like in like 93 or something like that there were these like all new series. They were all issue number one, like all came out at the same time, and they had yeah. these like super cool like foil covers and shit. Uh-huh. And they were all val- This valiant imprint, that, yeah. Like, nobody knew about. And uh, I remember, I remember Ninjak was another one of theirs that came out at that time. Okay, I, you know I was super into ninjas. It yeah, yeah. Like, you know. 92 93 <laughs> i was 10 years old 11 years old like prime time to be super into ninja culture yeah yeah um and uh yeah i remember that one and i remember bloodshot and um i, I can't remember the like couple others that were also released at the same time on this valiant imprint but um man they are really really scraping this barrel of comic book shit <laughs> like, oh yes <laughs> this is i mean is it so i, I didn't you know as, uh, as usual on the couch here, uh, I did no research. So... <laughs> um, is this comic still going on or something? Like, I don't know. Has, has it been revived I or don't something? think so. Like, I
0: don't... Uh, I didn't dig too deep into this either. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: didn't doesn't look like it's going to be rewarding of any efforts well, to dig deeper let's into. Let's be it. honest. I mean, the
0: trailer doesn't really look like it dug too deep into... No. Because, I mean, the... Vin Diesel doesn't even look like the character bloodshot <laughs> from mm-hmm. bloodshot because the character has like, a, you know who I think they somebody made a short film or like a proof of concept was uh, I years ago. Mm. The actor who played the Green Ranger on the first iteration of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, <laughs> okay. his name is like David something Frank or uh-huh. whatever. He, you know, is a martial artist, and, like, through the years, like, he he's actually one of, like, these really uh, cool, cool guys who um, owns the Power Rangers sort of uh, fanaticism very well. Oh, okay. You know, he's very appreciative of everybody who, like, comes <laughs> up and is like, you're the Green Ranger, man, you're fucking Tommy. That's awesome. But he actually looks like the guy from... Bloodshot from the comic book. And there was like a proof of concept video with him in it as Bloodshot. And so for years it was like, oh, they're going to make the Bloodshot movie and it's going to be this guy who's in it. And so when it became official and like Vin Diesel popped up in it, it was like, oh, so you didn't go with the other guy then? Like, Mm. and it doesn't even look like he's in the movie at all, unless, you know, he pops up in like a cameo or some shit. But
1: Jesus Christ. So Bloodshot's been relaunched like four times. Ugh. Yeah. Well, There was a 2012 relaunch, a 2015 relaunch, a 2017, and 2019. All right. It's been relaunched. Uh, Jeff Lemire was writing for it in 2017. I think that's the guy who did like Sweet Tooth. Oh,
0: oh okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think so. I definitely heard that guy's name a bunch before. Um, but yeah, I guess this is a thing that... For whatever reason, they just keep fucking bringing back from the dead, just like Bloodshot. Oh, oh shit. shit! We're already starting, guys. This franchise is full of nano machines, bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so two things I want to I want to talk about
1: uh, before we. Oh, it is, sorry. The movie is intended to be the first installment in a series of films set within a Valiant Comics shared cinematic universe. Of course, yeah. Why not? Why the fuck not? All right. Sorry. What were you gonna say?
0: <laughs> no, I was gonna say um, one of the things that makes me laugh about this trailer is because um, <clears throat> I don't even I don't even know what the fucking comic book story is mm-hmm. behind you know Bloodshot other than like whatever the trailer tells us. Yeah. But. I am fascinated with the use of nanomites in movies. Uh huh. <laughs> it is the greatest and worst invention, scientific,
1: you know, like just ever. That's um, oh, the ultimate Deus Ex Machina. Oh, just God. Like, it's so good. Like, what, what's, why did this have this completely un, unexplainable <laughs> thing? How did that occur? <laughs> Nanomachines, bro. <laughs> they can do literally anything. Do you
0: remember like the first movie you watched that had like nanomites as a, such a big
1: part of. Um, it's plot or it's story or whatever i i have a vague ma- so nanomachines were a big part of the metal gear solid franchise oh okay yeah the video so, game series yeah right? okay it's, all right it's it's actually like a running joke that like everything in metal gear can just be explained by nanomachines <laughs> like because there's so much absurd shit in okay this game series that doesn't make any sense right and uh but then it does because nano machines. All right. Um so this is a, it's been a very prominent part of that franchise for many years. So that's become my, you know, uh sort of landmark mm-hmm. for any time nano machines come up. I'm just like I'm like a metal gear, dude. Yeah. Like, it just it just went so <laughs> overboard with that shit. <laughs> I love it. Uh it's great. But um but yeah, it's uh as a as a trope in movies, though, it, it's been around for a while. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, yeah, what exactly was the first time, but I I have some, I have some distinct memory of some movie where, like, you know, this is like '90s CGI that, like, we're seeing on the molecular level, like little machines, like rebuilding a molecule, you know, or something like that. Right. Um, recreating matter at its base level, as it were. Um, and but I cannot recall what that movie was. But
0: my, uh, my. The movie that I run to is um, G.I. Joe, the live action oh, G.I. Joe movie. Yeah, that's right. Because in it, like the the company that ends up becoming uh, Cobra, like develops nanomites uh, as a part of a government project in the warhead of a missile, mm-hmm. and like you're you know basically you, you shoot the missile at your enemy, and like you know the there's a there's like a video that shows like a a tank being you know eaten up by these little these little bug oh, bug yeah. nanomites and then you know they have a button which like shuts them all down like mm-hmm. all at once or whatever <laughs> but like it can you know demolish a city in under 10 minutes right you yeah know? <laughs> and it's it's dangerous and we need the Joes <laughs> to transfer this and yeah so that was the first time nanomites for me were like yeah introduced um, i'm pretty sure stuff like the movie upgrade had like nanotechnology in it but not to like the extent of yeah. you know uh G.I. Joe or the trailer where something is just being blown apart and then, like, all these little things are coming back to, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) save save Vin Diesel from his (laughs) face being blown off. Yep. Um, But, yeah, uh, I love it when I hear nanomites in a trailer or in Mm -hmm. a movie because I immediately know that, like, okay, I know no one took this seriously. Yeah. Whatsoever. (laughs) And I often wonder about, like, someone who has, like, sat down to I like an actor who has sat down to like hear the pitch for a movie and when that explanation comes like what's that first gut instinct Mm -hmm. because it's like I couldn't help I I, I would honestly I couldn't help but just sit there and be like yeah (laughs) okay I'm sorry go ahead nanomites you were saying start over again (laughs) because I was just like Really this is the best you guys got? yeah, Nanomites?
1: which came out. you've been working on this script for how fucking long and you came cool. up yeah <laughs> <laughs> I guess you know, I will uh, I guess to some degree this this movie bloodshot would uh, makes it not really like more acceptable, mm-hmm. but in a way more acceptable is that like that's just the premise from the outset. Yeah, you know, they're not trying to play this as like, we don't know what's going on. And then we find out, it's like, oh man, it's nanomachines. It's like, no, the entire premise of this movie is built around this stupid ass fucking concept (laughs) of like, guess what? You died, and now you're full of nanomachines. Yeah. And we want you to continue killing people because it turns out you're pretty good at it. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like, based on what they show in this trailer, that like, Anybody filled with nanomachines would be just as good at it because yeah. if you can just walk through bullets and like it's not a problem, uh, then what's to stop anybody, you yeah. know, like from being that badass super mm-hmm. soldier? Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, that's a bit absurd. It kind of, you know, it does, uh, for sure in terms of like, you know, taking a character and stripping him of everything that could possibly make him like an interesting or, you know, uh, 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 superb example of human accomplishment, right? And just rips it all away because it's like, no, everything is thanks to these nanomachines. <laughs> like, that's 100% it. That's yeah. why you're able to do all these things. So it's like, doesn't even fucking matter who mm-hmm. you are as a person, basically, or what your background <laughs> is. It sounds cooler to be like, you were a super soldier and now we're going to make you invincible, right? And yeah. it's like, well, you make anyone invincible like that, and they, you know, I I'd think pretty quickly could probably pull off the same shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and I, uh, you know, there's, there's so many just like giant loopholes. It sounds like too, oh, you know, God when yeah. you bring this stuff in, I mean, not just sounds like there are, Yeah, you know, things like, uh, well, I don't know if he gets shot in the heart, his heart still stops, you know, like he doesn't just get to walk through that. Cause nano machines are slowly, you know, are quickly rebuilding it. It's like, that's going to still cause a real fucking problem for you. Right. Yeah. You know, Or getting shot in the brain or things like that. You know, <laughs> I feel like there's, there's still a lot of ways that you could be successfully murdered, yeah. you know? And they seem to just be like, Nope, he can fucking walk through anything. Now. But this
0: movie has slow motion. And what we learn in the slow motion is that even having your face blown off, Mm-hmm. The nanomites work just in. quick. Yeah, yet. they'll just slow motion you back together. Yep, they will. Yeah, <laughs> as it, as
1: your skin is peeling back, yeah. it will reform. Which again, also, that's like I I don't think that's how it works. Either, would work either. No. Like that, it, they're bringing back the same material. It's like I I I don't think that would really function very well. They're like stitching back together this body yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> really quickly. Uh, but I guess otherwise, how are they creating matter to you know re. Uh, rebuild this person's body right there's a a lot of unanswered and i dare say unanswerable questions true (laughs) um uh present within a, a premise that involves nanomachines in any way but um you know at the very least in in metal gear there was more of a uh there was more of a realistic component to it in a way that mm. it wasn't, you know, this guy couldn't just walk through like a hail of bullets and he's like, I'm fucking fine. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, you know, to even people that had like, uh, like this one character vamp in particular, who was okay. immortal. And it turns out, you know, he's vamp cause he's like very vampire esque. Okay. It turns out nano machines is why he's this way. Ah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, with everything in metal gear, but you're like, what's that all about? 99% it's, it's nano machines. Um, I feel like I need
0: a t shirt that just says Nanomites on it now.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you could still, like, if you damaged him, he would have to, like, regroup. You know, he couldn't just, like. So there was, like, lag time. There yeah. Was, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there are several times where you have to fight him and you had to figure out ways to, like, actually, you know, c- combat him, uh, even though he's got. These nano machines that are just going to constantly bring them back. Okay. Um. So you know, which created actually, it was it was interesting because within the gameplay mechanics of the game, that actually created for some interesting like puzzle solving mm-hmm. within like what would be considered normally like a boss fight. Yeah. Which is just like sh- keep shooting the thing until it dies. You right. know, it was more like you had to figure out what to do to actually defeat this guy. Okay. So. You know, in that game series, it had applications to, like, the gameplay of it. And in that sense, you know, again, made it uh, more acceptable in my mind. And also, uh, Hideo Kojima's storytelling and stories are just so fucking batshit insane already. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, nanomachines? Sure, Sure. (laughs) why not, you know? Let's just throw those in there. Um, So, you know, it it worked in that regard. But trying to, you know, take it and make it this, like... uh, You know, it looks like they're trying to give this movie like a really serious tone as well.
0: Did you watch both trailers?
1: I only watched one. Which one did you watch? I don't I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I loved your face and you're just like
0: it just I was like, oh there's two. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I watched uh I watched both trailers. Mm -hmm. There's two trailers. There's one trailer that um doesn't I can't I don't even think it doesn't even mention nanomites.
1: Oh, okay. This one was nano machines right from the get-go. So that's
0: probably trailer 2. Okay. Okay, that one's the more like up front, here's the story.
1: Yeah. Um, you
0: know, that kind of thing. Um the first trailer does this thing where uh it's playing this uh song. I don't know if it's like a Johnny Cash song or something, but uh it's like um guy Pierce is in the movie as like the scientist who, you know, is heading this operation this organization and
1: totally doesn't have an ulterior motive no 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 no, no. there's unquestionably this guy is like the good guy yeah (laughs) i I have no no doubt about that i will be shocked if he turns out to have some sort of hand (laughs) in some evil plot (laughs) (laughs) um so like the
0: the first trailer i kind of liked because it 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 felt like it was trying to be a little bit more uh artful okay and it kept playing back In a way that I haven't seen
1: like uh, this kind of movie. Vin Diesel.
0: (laughs) Vin Diesel movie before. (laughs)
1: Um, Man, remember that art house trailer for Triple X. (laughs) Actually, all right, let's cut that thing. Beauty. (laughs) Um,
0: But no, it kept doing this thing where like it would play a scene, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know he would Vin Diesel would um, you know kill somebody, and then they would. I think it's in the second trailer too, where they're just like, okay, let's just shut them down. Yeah. And they shut them down. And then they play like the trailer again, like the song and the exact same scenes again. Mm. And it's like, it's almost like a guy Pierce doing a version of like scrubbing the image from minority report. Okay. And he's just like, okay, (laughs) let's bring it, let's bring it back again. And it's only in those moments where you see them switching the faces of people who it's clear Vin, uh, Guy Pierce's character wants Vin Diesel to take out. Mm-hmm. So he's, and he's, every time Vin Diesel wakes up, he's just like, he's at, he asks them the same question because it's clear like they've wiped his mind mm-hmm. of, you know, the assassination, let's just say he just did prior or the mission completed and stuff. And um, it looks like the story looks like this is what's happening to Vin Diesel, but not because of like nanomites, but just be- of maybe some other technology. Yeah. And he starts to sort of figure out like, I'm being I'm being like fucked with, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, like on a scientific level. Yeah. You know, Um, and I thought it was pretty cool because it wasn't there wasn't nanomites, I think, involved in it. But just the way the trailer was cut, it's like it just kept repeating. It was the same song. It was the same image. Mm -hmm. And it started messing with your with like the audience's knowledge of like, okay, what's real and what's not like what's actually happening here. Yeah. And then by the end of it, it went like kind of full blown like action-y. I think that part where he just gets his face blown off is mm-hmm. in the that,
1: that first one. Yeah, that's their big money shot yeah, for sure. A big yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but there isn't like a reference to like how it's all coming back together uh, until it gets to like the second trailer where they blow where they blow open like more of the plot mm. and stuff. But um I thought for, you know, cutting a different kind of trailer for this kind of, you know, action, you know, B, maybe even C movie, comic uh-huh. book action movie. Um, it was a uh, <coughs> it was a valiant effort, yeah <laughs> <Nice>. on uh, <laughs> on trying to cut it this differently yeah,
1: um let's try to make it seem like there's something here yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly
0: something more than just what it uh, obviously yeah, what it it only is clearly it is yeah. yeah, right um but I was gonna ask you there's uh you've seen the movie the Rundown, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, so you know, the beginning of that movie is the rock sitting in his car. Writing down
1: like recipes for for food that he's listening to. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about his uh, like chef. Yes. Porcini mushrooms. Exactly. (laughs) Writing down specifically. uh, I just love that Peter Berg thought that was like a super foodie thing to put in there. I was like, that's uh, porcini, kind of common. (laughs) Yeah. It's not really like, oh man, what an inspired, like, you know, rare ingredient to use. It's like, it's pretty pretty common (laughs) actually,
0: but whatever. Um and when he f- he <laughs> finally gets the uh, it's like he finally gets the okay to go into the club, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure you remember like the guy who's walking him into the club. He's just like, oh yeah, we've actually had, we've actually had like some uh, some trouble or some you know something kind of gone on in the club or whatever that we've had to take care of, and. Um, Right when that's happening, Arnold Schwarzenegger walks past them yes. and goes, good
1: luck. Have fun in there. Have fun or in there. something like yeah, that. Right. Yeah, right. And it was like this sort of like passing, passing of the, the torch. Yeah. Yeah,
0: which was a, it was a great scene. That
1: like, endeared me to that movie. Yeah. I was like, I, I was working at GameStop when that came out. Okay. And one of my coworkers was like, dude, you should watch this movie. Like somebody had traded in a DVD. Mm. And, um, you know, we were able to like rent stuff from the store. Okay. Like pre-owned stuff. Yeah. Um. So it was like, you could take it home that night and then you would bring it back the next day, yeah. you know, or whatever. So. Um, so yeah, so I took it home and watched it, and it was I was like, you know, we'll see. <laughs> and then that happened yeah. in the first like two, three minutes of the movie. I was like, all right, you know what? Like I, I, this movie knows what it's trying to be. Yes, I can respect that. Uh-huh. You know, and I, I also kind of dug the cheesy, you know, like ESPN style like bio sheets for like yes, all the trucks right. that happened right, at right. the beginning, where it's like you get this like 3D of them like spinning <laughs> around. It tells like their height and weight and shit. Yeah. And, like, you know, strengths and weaknesses and <laughs> stuff. I was like, okay, this is kind of kind of funny, actually. Yeah. yeah. But, um but yeah, no, like
0: it 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 was like passing of the torch for the rock being now mm-hmm. the the established action
1: Yeah, hero. you're gonna be the charismatic jacked action star. Yeah which like I was immediately kind of fine with.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um so my question is, where does Vin Diesel
0: fall in all of this? Yeah. Like is Vin Diesel starting to become like the like the um the Arnold Schwarzenegger or like the Jean Claude Van Damme of like the '80s movies, you know, but like now, yeah, like action movies. Like, where does he stand in like the pantheon? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna
1: say like he's he's like more of the Steven Seagal. <laughs> really, you <laughs> yeah. think so? Yeah, I, I wouldn't put him there. I do. What? I don't know. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's never. He for me. He's never achieved that is level of, like... Is it like the voice? It's just, <laughs> He's just not that charismatic. Okay. I don't, I don't, like... I'm not, like, ready to have fun when I see him. All right. You know, like The Rock, I'm like, this is going to be a fucking blast. Okay. You know, like All this right. dude. Yeah. And that's what Schwarzenegger did, too, is, like, every time, it's just, like, he comes in, he fucking has a smile, he's <laughs> chomping the cigar, and you're like, let's blow some shit up, yeah, brother. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're just ready to go, but I don't know, Vin... I feel like he's made a lot of... I feel like he's made a lot of poor choices as far as, like, what to try to launch. Okay. You know, he's had a lot of failed starts, and I feel like Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. he almost kind of, like, you know, just fell ass backwards into. Yeah. Like, you know, he... Because that, that was really, like, the first movie that was really more like Paul Walker's movie, and he was kind of, like, the bad guy, wasn't he?
0: Uh, Yeah. Well... I mean, he ends up being the bad guy in the... There is a bad guy in the movie, but he ends up... There's, like, a string of burglaries going on, like, mm-hmm. plot-wise in it. And, yeah. you know, uh, it ends up being that, yeah, he's the person... That's, like, the mystery in the
1: movie? Yeah. Who's doing it? And it's Vin D. That's Vin D's yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert, guys. Yeah. Spoilers. But... Yeah, and then I mean that even franchise like that franchise obviously fucking blew up, and he's you know the face of it now. Yes. But um, I feel like that was more accidental.
0: <laughs> yeah, because he didn't come back for the for the second Right? One. Yeah, he
1: didn't, and it, it seemed like even when they launched, you know, it's like all these other like Riddick. That was clearly they were trying to make like a franchise out of. This. Yes, and yeah. then even that one um, few years of the last witch hunter. Oh yeah, that he was in. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was also supposed to be like the start of a franchise, right? And right. then it's just like, nope, nope, <laughs> that one didn't work. <laughs> that one didn't work. Uh, Riddick, they keep they kept trying. God bless him. I've uh, told you the story. I feel like I've told you the story before, but the only
0: reason we have actually Riddick to thank for, I believe, the Fast and Furious franchise uh-huh. uh, to become what it is now because uh, Justin Lin took over when num- with number three, the director, uh, Tokyo with Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. And they wanted Vin Diesel to just do a cameo in the movie, and he didn't want to do it. He actually turned it down. He was like, I don't, don't want to do these movies anymore. And um, I think uh, Chronicles of Riddick had come out mm-hmm. already, and obviously Universal like funneled a shit ton of money into that, and it didn't yeah. go anywhere and or bombed essentially but the story is that he went to universal and was just like i want the rights to the riddick character if you give me the rights to the riddick character i'll do the cameo in Mm. in fast and furious that's literally all i want because i want to produce those movies and they're just like okay well sure fine we'll make that deal with you but if you know you make that movie we get to we get to distribute it. We'll make that deal with you. And he's like, sure, that's fine. He's like, but that's all I want. I want the, I want the rights to that character. So mm-hmm. Vin Diesel, his, his production company is called One Race Films, it has the rights to the Riddick character. Okay. And it's the only reason why he's in Tokyo Drift, and it's the only reason why they did another Riddick movie. Mm-hmm. And it's the only reason why... They're still gonna do another Riddick movie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's because he has the rights and he's producing them. Yeah, yeah,
1: he's got enough money from doing all this. He's like, I can fucking bankroll this. Right. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Exactly.
1: Um. So yeah, that's the reason why. I- yeah, but I just, I just feel like he's constantly had these like, you know, a lot of false starts, and that like even the ones that are successful are almost it's almost more like they're successful in spite of him, not because of him. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, like, uh, like Fast and Furious. It's you know, it was really. Yeah, they did Tokyo Drift, and they did the reboot one, and right. then Fast Five was where it really like took on a yes. new dimension, mm-hmm. I guess. And that again was like it was kind of because like The Rock showed up. Yeah, from what I, he's the one who brought it to like now we're gonna do this like big crazy action because we got this like super Jack dude. You know, yeah. we're gonna have like fight scenes instead of cars just you know fist fighting each other. Right, exactly. Which now they just do both. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's scenes where like they're ramming cars into each other <laughs> while exchanging punches like through the window. Um, has the, is that a scene in one of the movies? I don't see how that couldn't be. No, that shocks me. That's the most hey shocking man, number thing nine's I, coming out. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what? If it's not in nine, I get me on the line with fucking could, you could know, happen David Lynn or whoever this or Justin Lin Justin or the, Lin. the writer. You said there's a one writer oh. has been writing this past several, yeah, past yeah, yeah, yeah. Movies. yeah,
0: crazily enough, uh, that guy didn't write this movie. There's Mm -hmm. a new writer who wrote this movie, because the writer of all of them since... It's been the same writer since number three, Mm -hmm. Chris Morgan. (laughs) So he wrote three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. (laughs) One dude, Dorian.
2: (laughs) It's It's amazing, dude. It's a unified (laughs) vision. Yes, dude.
1: (laughs) Uh, That is... My favorite thing about the Fast movies, having never seen any of them, yeah, I love that. Yeah. That it's fucking one asshole that just writes all this <laughs> shit. Like, oh man, what a what a guy! I, you yeah. know what? Hats and you think off, about you think about all that dude. You man, think about like,
0: all the movies that have like you know you watch the credits or we do, and there's like five or six yeah, writers. Right?
1: You're like, why the fuck did it take eight people to write this thing? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and, and it's now just I love just fast one dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it should take to write those movies. <laughs> so <laughs> it makes me very happy. <laughs> uh but yeah,
0: there's a there's a, a brand new writer on this movie. I forget what his name is, but um I think at the time that they were breaking this movie he was he actually wrote Hobbs and Shaw. That oh, okay. that writer. Mm. Actually wrote that character actually wrote those and um
1: yeah, actually wrote that one. So Yeah. You yeah, take I that as take that as you will. Yeah, wasn't yeah. wasn't a great idea. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh but, yeah, no, I, I just can't help but feel like Vin Diesel's constantly had these, like, you know, missteps or, like, false starts with all these, like, different... Every time he tries to do a franchise that's, like, actually about him, yeah, it fails. It does. He can only yeah. work within this, like, ensemble cast kind of franchise. And then he where- goes back
0: to the ones that are, like, blowing up. Yeah, and right. And
1: he makes a nut and is like,
0: cool, let's try to get Witch Hunter 2 off the yeah, ground. Exactly. Like, yeah,
1: exactly. And they just they keep falling flat on their face, yeah. even like Triple X, you know, the other one. They even, in the second one, he, now it's Ice Cube. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then they brought him back, and then the best part of the one where they brought him back is where fucking Ice Cube shows up out of nowhere. <laughs> You're like, this is the best part of this movie. <laughs> uh, but, uh um, but yeah, that one didn't work out. I will say, uh, Riddick, obviously, yeah, none of them have really taken off. And I, I know, like, Pitch Black has this weird kind of like cult appeal. Yeah, I like
0: that. I know you don't like that movie, yeah. but I,
1: I really like it a lot. Uh, yeah. Now, Hannah, uh, that was like a, a famous moment of Hannah in college uh-huh. was um, her and our friend Colin went over to Blockbuster, ah. which was right down the street from our dorm. Okay. Uh, it was a regular stop for us, you yeah. know, let's rent some movies, watch a movie tonight, whatever. And uh, so we, you know, we were like, oh, you guys go pick out a movie. You know, we were hanging out drinking or whatever, and they came back with Pitch Black. <laughs> and uh Hannah picked it yeah she picked it because she saw the cover Uh that just picture of him with the like big sunglasses on and shit she was like I don't know he just like looked cool yeah let's watch it we watched it everyone fucking hated it oh we were all like this is (laughs) one of the biggest pieces of shit we've so (laughs) like Hannah got like banned from choosing movies (laughs) for a while because of pitch black oh my god and uh and then a a few years later when the chronicles of Riddick movie uh starring uh Dame Judi Dench um, was coming out uh, there was a of course i was you know laughing i was like hey babe you want to go see this new riddick movie <laughs> she was like i'd go fucking watch it i was like too bad <laughs> we're not <coming." laughs> but uh instead though a there was a video game tie-in yeah uh, called the chronicles of riddick escape from butcher bay yeah that like i just kept seeing the most glowing reviews for okay people were raving about this game And I was like, there's no way. I mean, A, movie-video game tie-ins, they never, in either direction, never work. You know, they're always terrible. Uh, There's a few random, there's a few video games tied in from movies that are exceptions, but I still have never seen a good video game movie. Right. Um, It doesn't exist, and Eli Roth's Borderlands is not going to be it either. Uh, But... um, Uh, But this was, like, people were, like, this is, like, a genuinely great game. Like, this might be on, like, game of the year lists at the end of the year. I was, like, you got to be fucking shitting me. So (laughs) I was at at GameStop at the time. And, again, yeah, we could, you know, rent uh, uh, products from the store Mm -hmm. because we needed to know about them because we were selling the video games. we got to be able to play the game to be able to fucking tell you about it, you know. So... Um, so yeah, sometimes with like new releases and stuff too, as long as we had like a certain number of copies in stock, right. you could take it home for like two days or something okay. like that, you know? So, so I took home Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay, loved it. Really? Unbelievable yeah? game. Yeah? Oh my God. It was so cool. What like, wait, system was it on? It was on Xbox, original Xbox. Original Xbox. Okay. I think it was exclusive to Xbox. I okay. I don't think it was on, uh, I don't think it was on PlayStation uh at the time there might have been a pc version as well um but yeah i think it was xbox exclusive and uh holy shit it was awesome like no shit (laughs) but so when i brought it home i made hannah watch me play (laughs) i was like you made us watch pitch black i'm gonna fucking make you watch me play and she hates watching video games like really does not i mean doesn't really care for video games in general right but especially the, you know, the whole like Twitch streaming culture nowadays too. She's just like, I just don't, I yeah. can't even begin to comprehend <laughs> why you would want to watch someone else play a video game. Um, and I'm with her on that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't fucking get it either. You should play the fucking thing, you know? right? Um, but uh, you know, that seems like the interactivity seems like a really important part of that medium to me. Mm. You know, <laughs> that you're kind of missing out on something if you're not the one in control of it. Um, and uh, yeah, anyway. That's a different. That's a whole other digression, but <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So so that was my brief history with the Chronicles of Riddick movie uh, movies, and I never saw what was it, Riddick. Yeah, was the the. I mean, that's still like eight years ago or something now, right?
0: <clears throat> I think so. It's been a while. Yeah, I like, liked that one. It was. Uh, it's basically a. I don't know what the budget between Pitch Black to Riddick was but um i um it was the same writer director so david tuie did it um and i dug it it was okay you know it was basically the same concept as pitch black mm-hmm. um you know the sun goes down and there's creatures that come out at night yeah that's
1: literally it's the same <laughs> that, story this guy can see in the dark yeah <laughs> uh,
0: and so i mean it, it it was pretty good i i don't know at the time when i saw the movie i knew about the story behind him making the cameo and getting the rights and okay. i thought like this was really cool that like he wanted to do this and got the rights to this character and pro- produce this movie like mm-hmm. on his own and um you know wanted wanted to do this and i just thought like this is really cool that he that he got it out yeah and so i i dug it for for that it's a cool little sci fi movie more and more i've learned that like he's a really big d and d guy yeah and I feel like he's trying to that's the well he keeps going back to to try and break mm-hmm. is some vehicle just for him that's yeah. not an ensemble piece that is heavily steeped in some sort of uh d and d like d n a uh-huh you know <laughs> um because every time because like the more and more i learn about d and d from like you know, Sean and, and Kaz and everybody is like, uh, you know, I can see that in his movies as well, like Last Witch Hunter, mm-hmm. you know, Chronicles of Riddick. I think that was like one of the reasons why if Chronicles of Riddick has any sort of um, love for it, there are, are people who I've heard or read talk about how like it feels like a D&D game mm. and or like it's trying to be. And so uh, that's kind of why people like dig it. Yeah, you know, and since I've never like really got into it or played it, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, this is an avenue where I can see the appeal. Then, mm-hmm. you know, even if it is a you know complete turd, yeah, you know, it's fine. <laughs> also, the movie's just it's insane; it's ridiculous, <laughs> but I love it too because it's like, yeah, we're going full steam ahead on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I'm a I'm a fan of Vin Diesel.
1: Yeah, I, I like you know you know it's it's just so funny to me because for me it's like I I still. Because I don't watch a lot of these, yeah. you know, like franchise, mainstream, like action franchise pictures and stuff. That, like, to me, it's like he's still the guy from like Saving Private Ryan and the voice of the Iron Giant.
2: Oh, you know, okay. like those are
1: still the two things that I, you know, like if I have a good thought about Vin <laughs> Diesel in my head, it's because of one of those two movies. Okay. And whatever, right. he, you know, that's not saying anything about him personally, of course. Yes, like right, he right. seems, I've seen him in interviews, he seems like a really nice guy. Yeah. Um, and I like that he's a giant D&D nerd. Yeah. I remember seeing him on Conan O'Brien, like, years and years and years ago. Uh-huh. And he was, uh, you know, Conan was kind of jabbing him about being a nerd. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. shit. And he was like, hey, yeah, I heard you that. You know, you're into Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. <laughs> and um, he was like, you know, I, I heard a story that you have your character's name from D&D tattooed, uh-huh. you know, on your abs or whatever. yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh yeah. And he like lifts up his shirt and shows a name. And like, you know, he's fucking jacked, of yeah, course. Right. But his name, you know, big letters like right over the top of the abs, like in a oh, curve. Okay. It's just like his character, like mode, you know, Mordok or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. And everyone starts laughing. Uh-huh. And he just turns to the audience and he goes, What? <laughs> <laughs> like Conan's like t- dying t- laughing. Yeah, everyone yeah. just shuts up and Conan's just dying laughing. He's like, You're probably the one person who can actually get away with this. Yeah, you realize right. that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, that was, uh, that definitely endeared me to him. And it was just cool hearing a story about like, that's what got him into acting. Yeah, it was just like, he really enjoyed the role-playing component mm-hmm. of like sitting down at this table and just like everyone kind of agrees to that. Like we're in this world now, yeah. you know, obviously it's not, we're sitting around a fucking table with mm-hmm. pens and paper, but you know, everyone just sort of agrees to the fiction, you know, right. and then just plays their character. And he just, he really enjoyed that. And that's what got him into acting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in some of those earlier roles, like in, you know, Saving Private Ryan and the voice work he does in The Iron Giant, I think he actually is like a pretty good actor in both of those yeah. roles. Like, yeah, 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 um, But then it seems like after that, he just went straight into, no, nah, I just want to be like a rich action star.
0: Action movies. He's yeah. A, I know I've mentioned to you the movie uh, Find Me Guilty. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've never seen that one. It's a really good movie. Yeah. It's like you can like, you know, I, I, I don't want to put him in the same boat as like, uh, you know, when when people have seen, um, what do you call it? Like uncut gems and they're like, or punch struck love. And they're like, Oh my God, Sandler's just this amazing actor. You can turn yeah. it on, you know, whenever And it's like, hey, he's good. Like he's a, he's a good actor. I I feel like with find me guilty and like the, um, the two you mentioned iron giant mm-hmm. and, um, saving private Ryan. Yeah. Um, that one, especially because like he, he literally gained a shit ton of weight for that movie. So he's heavy uh-huh. in that movie. He's got a, a hairpiece. Oh, in okay. that movie, <laughs> you know, um, he has like a Jersey accent in in the movie, so right. it's like he's really he's got a yeah, he's a chara- actually play a character actually yeah. play a character in it, you know, and so and he's he's the star of that movie. Like he he plays a guy who decides to not have any counsel for this uh, mafia family he works for that's being sued by the state, and he decides to represent himself. Okay, <laughs> and uh, this is this is that story. I think Sidney Pollack directed it. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, that actually sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, but that was always a movie I, I really dug about him when, okay. uh, when he was coming up, and it was just like, yeah. I think he may have done, I don't know if the first Fast and Furious movie came out
1: already. Those all, you know, it was pretty crazy. That all happened pretty fast for him. Yeah. It seemed like, where, yeah, he was in those couple movies I mentioned, and then it was like Fast and Furious, Triple X, and Pitch Black. Right were all came out within, like, a year or two of each other. Yeah. I guess, I mean, he was, you know, just, like, hot shit at the time. Like, who's this fucking Jack dude? Let's find a vehicle for him. Right, right. Um, so they just kept trying to, sci-fi, cars, uh, <laughs> You know, what else we got? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, let's just throw it all at the wall and see what sticks, you know? And obviously the cars one is what stuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I like the first Triple X movie. Um, I just remember that fucking fur coat yeah like giant fur coat and also that uh asia argento was like the the like bombshell in that movie yeah i was just cracked because i you know i was a huge dario argento fan, still am but even at that time i was and i was like fucking dario argento's daughter is in the vin diesel action like what the fuck (laughs) is going on here (laughs) this doesn't make any sense um i like the the opening to uh
0: Trip, the first triple x movie yeah uh one like ramstein is not it nice <laughs> that's like the opening like theme song to it and but also it's like a
1: nothing has anything been more the year 2000 than triple x you know I what I feel that, that might, movie is that yeah. movie might just be the definition of like what culture was in the year 2000 it really is in america yes. yeah 100 no, <laughs> i really really
0: i never thought about it like that but it really is <laughs> um but no yeah it's a it's a trope it sets up it sets up very well what that movie is, which is, uh, you know, uh, it's a spy movie, but you know we're not doing you know James Bond. Yeah, and like, we're doing X Games. We're doing X Games. Yeah. yeah, and it's the opening. Have you ever seen the movie or no? I don't think so. No, I've, I've caught definitely caught parts of it on okay. TV. Uh the it's cause uh the opening of it is in Europe and like this guy is running away from these dudes who are chasing him and he at one point like dips into this alley and like takes off whatever like trench coat he's wearing and he takes it off and he has the uh, like the quintessential James Bond tuxedo on, okay, and then he runs into a building and there's a club going on with just a bunch of fucking like drug addicts and they're all listening to a Ramstein concert and <laughs> Ramstein is playing <laughs> and yes. this guy is the oddball out, but just through visual storytelling, it's like. Yeah, this is not that James Bond movie. Yeah, it's right. This, right yeah. here, this is the yeah. world we're gonna take this character into, and he ends up like dying, like mm. in in the opening shot. Okay, and so it's Samuel Jackson's character in that in that movie who's just like, we need a different kind of you know, yeah, snake to put in the snake pit, yeah. you know, and uh, goes ahead with his program or whatever. Yeah. but we yeah. need someone shittier. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> It's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, but no, I really like that movie. When that movie came out, it was like, ah, oh, yeah. It's fun. I always, yeah. I
1: always kind of enjoy opening sequences like that, where they really are like, you know, the opening sequence is just there to tell you, like, this is not the type of movie it's traditionally been. Yeah, right. Um, like the the first season of Game of Thrones mm-hmm. really does it. the first book in the Song of Fire and Ice series. You know, does the same thing with like Sean Bean's character on the show. Oh, okay, where yeah. Where it's like he, he is very much the traditional like fantasy. Uh, you know lawful good yeah uh, you know just hero savior type character right and then he gets fucking killed yeah right and Exa- it's just yeah. like yeah guess what that shit doesn't exist here yeah. you know we're done with it and there's this great um, this science fiction author author uh, Neil Stevenson that mm-hmm. I really love um, one of his books The Diamond Age uh, which has a lot of like cyberpunk-y okay. kind of stuff in it. It's like, I mean, it's like the first like 100 pages of this book uh-huh. are about this character who is all about like, you know, he's got all these tech upgrades in his head and yeah, shit. Yeah. You know, like I've got like a shotgun built into my finger, <laughs> and, you know, all, like all the like shitty cyberpunk tropes yeah, you would yeah. think about. And then like 100 pages in, this guy just gets fucking killed and then the story starts. Oh,
0: shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, yeah,
1: and you know, it, there's some stuff that that... Pertains to uh-huh. this character that happens later on and stuff like that, but I mean, it's like literally you think the book's going to be about this guy, and yeah. then like, you know, like a fifth of the way through the book, he just gets off, and it's like, okay, here's the actual characters right. you know, that this story is about. But it was just such a great job of like, you think you know what a cyberpunk story is, but this ain't that. Right? You know, there's so much more here that we're going to oh, show that's you. Cool. But yeah. First, we're gonna we're gonna take all of the tropes you thought would be in this and literally <laughs> murder them in front of your <laughs> eyes, you know, make you care about them and get excited for them and then kill it all off. Yeah. And then do what we're actually here to do. Um, so I do, I do enjoy those kinds of, you know, intros that are mm-hmm. just like right off the bat, you know, we're going to subvert this genre or like whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah. So
0: did this trailer excite you at all, Dorian? No. Were you like, "Damn, this is <laughs> this is the second coming of action movies," and I am so happy to be alive and healthy in this time? You know
1: what? Now that you put it that way, of Vin Diesel just owning shit. Uh, I did. I did not get that feeling. Um, I kind of got the feeling. Uh, oh wow! Somebody finally, somebody, somebody <laughs> finally combined the Truman Show and Memento into an action <laughs> film, like. I don't really know why. You know, the the memento thing was cracking me up because that was like the first thing I thought when they show him like resetting him. Yeah. Like, oh, do you remember anything? And right, right. All that. And I was like, okay, this is literally Guy Pierce doing this to somebody oh else. Oh my what God, you you know. fuck. Yeah. I didn't even Jesus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Like- uh, some some pretty obvious. Uh, I don't I don't know if it's like stunt casting or what you'd call it. I'll be quiet now for the rest of the podcast.
0: But <laughs> I should have honestly fucking. Yes, yeah, Jesus. Anyways, no, go ahead.
1: Mean, Yeah, nothing about this trailer should actually make you think of Memento because that's like a very good movie. <laughs> and well, this th- looks like the opposite. This is
0: why you're you and I'm me in this particular <laughs> show. Is for
1: this reason alone is like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I was just like, I was like, oh god. <laughs> That's really, they hilarious. think they're being so clever right now. Now and I'm like, gonna
0: look for the memento like Easter egg in the movie because there's definitely gotta be it's one. It's hundred percent in
1: there. Yeah. I wonder what his name is. <laughs> oh <No>, yeah. <laughs> um but uh yeah, damn. But yeah, no, so I mean that was really all I could like the action stuff seems like such just a, a tack on spectacle element to like, you know, throw some I guess what they think is some real like holy shit, like visual effects work into this. Yeah. Whereas you know the story is very much you know just a you know that's all going to be a way of just like flavoring up this whole uh, mind control memory reshaping Mm -hmm. virtual reality construct thing. Yeah. You know just like every tech like buzzword. I my my only hope for this movie is that it's a good like jargon movie. Well, it's got to be if there's some great just like. Characters that just have these runs of nonsensical technical babble that like nobody asked for, yeah. you know, from the movie. <laughs> like, I, will, I will enjoy those moments because I enjoy those types of moments in movies because um, they're so fucking unnecessary. It's like nobody needed an explanation of <laughs> this because your explanation makes no fucking sense. Like, I'm here at the movie. I'm willing to believe that this technology exists, you know. Right, Don't try yeah. to tell me how it pertains to like real world shit. It's like, I don't fucking need that, man. You're just, you're taking me out of things right <laughs> now. You know, aside from like the fast and furious franchise,
0: I feel like Vin Diesel is the movies that he's making for some reason are, I mean, they look like sci-fi channel movies. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. intentionally. Yeah. And I don't mean that like in a bad way. Cause sometimes like, Sci- sci-fi movies are actually pretty. Sometimes they hit the spot. Man. They, they really do, yeah. and so I feel like that's why, like, Megalodon. F- yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I feel like sometimes Vin Diesel movies just like really hit the spot for me because I'm like, yeah, this is clearly you know not Minority Report. However, you're really you know trying to hit for that. Yeah. But you also it all there also feels like we know exactly the kind of movie that like we're making when it comes to like the action or the visual effects like. And it's not that someone; it's not that I think that someone's sitting there and being like, "Oh my god, like this needs to look more comic booky," so that's why it looks like cheap. It's just like, no, it, this is just how it's gonna look. It's mm-hmm. gonna look campy and hokey and stuff. Um, but when you're talking about jargon, what I love is that there's this uh, actor in the show that I really like. It's a uh, in the show in the in the trailer and in the movie. His name is uh, Le, uh, Lamar Lamorne Lamorne Morris. Mm. Um, he was on the show New Girl. Oh okay. <clears throat> and um I loved him on the show. He's an American actor, but he has a British accent in it. <laughs> and it's so just weird <laughs> to see him talk to Vin Diesel and just be like this is the level of like when you're talking about jargon, I'm like got a black American guy that yeah. just decides to be British in this movie <laughs> for no other reason than like someone must have suggested this on the day, you know. And it's just Hey, wouldn't he sound more credible if yeah. he was British? <laughs> <laughs> And I don't even think, does Guy Pierce have his accent in this movie? Or is he Didn't speaking sound English? Like it, yeah. yeah, I think he's just, you know, doing an American accent. Yeah. So that to me is hilarious. Every time I hear that guy talk, I'm like,
1: this is so dumb. Yeah, anyone ever just going to let this guy be Australian? Yeah. Like, <laughs> ever, ever. Yeah. Uh, the Rover is like the only movie. Oh, yeah, that's true. But yeah, they just let him. They're like, no, man, you're fucking you're your own nationality in this film you're he's, he's this probably dude. like thank fucking god man like <laughs> he does a great american accent though he does i mean he's very good at it he does it's one of those he was one of those guys that like the first time you know because memento was definitely my introduction to him mm-hmm. uh and then hearing interviews with him the first time you're like whoa what yeah <laughs> damn you're really good at this accent thing um i never would have
0: guessed the uh i will say that the the trailer, the plot for it feels very much like the uh, first X Men movie, uh, X Men. Oh no, the, not the first X Men movie, the X Men Origins movie, Wolverine. Oh, okay. Is that um, because I thought Never to my, it? I thought to myself, like, did you ever see it or no? No, no. Um, uh, because there's like this uh, team of like uh, superheroes that are put together, right? And then like William Stryker is trying to create a Deadpool. Uh, where he's like ladling in different people's powers into one okay one mutant to create like a super mutant yeah so he calls it the pool mm-hmm. um, anyways uh, you know Wolverine is the only person that can survive like having adamantium grafted onto his body and so in the trailer there's obviously other people that have like enhancements and I thought to myself like why isn't just everybody have? nanomites in them -hmm. you know instead of like instead of fucking robotic arms coming out of the fucking chest (laughs) for no other reason other than to like look cool i guess yeah i don't know i guess so yeah um but clearly something has to be up with vin diesel's physiology yeah they mentioned
1: like you're the only successful attempt at like you know including these and it's like okay why (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, also i probably don't really care but yeah yeah it does make for a weird like rogues gallery it uh, does from like what they show at least in the trailer. Uh-huh. Just like okay, so you got your like Doc Ock ripoff guy. Yeah, you know like what? It, <laughs> yeah, again, yeah. yeah, like what's that all about? Is that was that just like no? We got nano machines in this guy, but we were like, eh, fuck it, let's throw one more thing in the pot. Yeah. You know?
0: Also, if you're trying to like build an army of like assassins, like you're not really doing much for cover.
1: Yeah, I mean right. the guy looks
0: like fucking Doc Ock. Yeah, I mean at least the nanomites. It's like okay, I get. Yeah, but Pretty, you
1: know, hey, I think this guy might be here to kill someone yeah, or something. Right? Like yeah. he's probably up to no good, though. There's some metal yeah.
0: arms coming out. He says it's a handicap. I'm yeah. not particularly sure that that's what it is. Not inclined to believe this story. No, yeah. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, the trailer to this movie doesn't necessarily excite me, but as a, I don't know, cheap action movie to go see on a cheap day. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty in for the movie. I'll, yeah, I'll be honest,
1: man. Just the the like, the ex the excessive like overpiling of like high concept shit in this movie <laughs> is just it's so egregious. Like, yeah. it's not just enough to we got to have nano machines. Plus, yeah, like we're altering his memory. Plus, it's all happening in like virtual reality. So that, you know they seem oh, to yeah. imply yeah. that like whoever he's killing, they're he doesn't actually see. Right. You know, the, the, real the actual face. person, yeah. like they're just showing him and like, you know, he's probably killing somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, there's definitely a very like a uh, Ender's game kind of quality to this. Oh yeah. I feel like, you know, it's obviously going to be that. revealed that like, I don't know, he's been killing like his own team, you know, or whatever. Like right, if he, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. like a Marine or something and he's been killing other Marines now, yes. but they've been telling him he's like murdering these like fucking bad arms right. dealers or whoever the fuck they are. um, And, uh, yeah, so like that, there was this video game called Haze. Uh, that was a PlayStation exclusive, like many years ago, um, that had a lot of hype behind it, and ended up being kind of a kind of a boner. But
2: okay,
1: um, similar type of concept. Okay, it was, like we had all these soldiers, and they were like, you know, given what was like this super soldier serum, okay. that was making them like these superpower. <laughs> but it turns out it was actually also causing them hallucinations. So they were like, mur- you're like murdering civilians this whole game, uh, but they all look like you know insurgents okay. or like whatever and stuff. Yeah. But that was just their way of, like, getting you to go in and kill people that didn't deserve to die. Right. Um, and that seems very much like what's obviously going on here. Yeah. You know, it's 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 just it's so many fucking, like, you know, I just can't even imagine how many giant glaring plot holes are going to be in this movie, too, as a result of trying to balance out all of these, like, super high concept imagined technologies that innately have tons of plot holes within them. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like the only I wouldn't be surprised if at the end there was like a time travel element. That's like the only thing that's fucking Ooh. missing from this bouillabaisse base of shit. God, I want uh, a time travel element. Yeah, though. you know what? Why the at this point I would be disappointed if they didn't, because yeah. why the fuck not, guys? Like you've already thrown every other bit of imagined tech yeah. into this fucking thing. Like, let's just have time travel part <laughs> of it too. You know? Um, yeah, I, I don't see why not. It's but yeah, no, this is just uh, it just looks like fucking unmitigated garbage to me <laughs> Like everything you know and again it's like all that stuff you know most of the time when you're throwing that many ingredients into the pot is yeah. because you're trying to distract people from the fact that like there's nothing really that interesting here right, right. you know so it's like you've just got to constantly throw in like oh well now this twist and now this twist and like not really give people enough time to even like pay attention to how absurd and inconsistent right. all of this is. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, this just seems like a very obvious tactic here mm-hmm. um, that it's like a bunch of stuff that sounds cool. As long as you don't think about it for more than like three seconds. Yeah. Cause as soon as you, right. as soon as you apply any critical thought, you're like, wait, but no. And they're like, no, 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 no now virtual reality yeah. also yeah <coughs> check it out this looks like
0: a uh not that that movie wasn't low budget but this looks like just another uh, assassins creed to me uh huh <laughs> yeah very you know much like so. just in terms of like technology and this is what we're doing and yeah. you know this you'll be implemented here and you're not really seeing this and
1: uh, Yeah, he's that's, in the animus bro that's the other vibe i got from <laughs> yeah. this movie it was like
0: <laughs> totally. you know uh i don't know what i don't know if there would if there's an already established movie or a movie that is coming out that we don't know about, but if you could do like a trilogy, I feel like Assassin's Creed, Bloodshot, and some other movie with some sort of ridiculous apparatus or technology would complete the yeah you know the NanoMite trilogy or something. Ass Creed, Bloodshot, yeah. something, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I much. would,
1: I'd be, you know, I'd be kind of hyped in this movie. Actually, if fucking dirty Michael Fassbender showed up,
0: that'd be pretty rad. <laughs> yeah. That would be
1: pretty rad. Like oh, Michael Fassbender, he's like no, no. Spanish, I promise. <laughs> like, no, man, you're just dirty. Yeah, man, is it windy you're out? Your face is just all dirty, <laughs> just homie. Like covered I, in filth, man. <laughs> it's, you're clearly a white dude, though. You know, like, we're on the beach, right? It's not that fucking. You know, <laughs> did you just get off of Michael Bay set or something. Yeah, right. You got a lot of lot of debris on you. It's uh, sticking to your skin. He just keeps like a bunch of
0: like dirt in his pants, like Andy Dufresne yeah. from from the, from. Just rubs it on his face. Digging that hole, bro. You know, yeah. like, all right, sounds good. Um, well, I'll be honest. I don't have too much more to say about Bloodshot. No, I don't. I feel like we've hit a good, good I, run of. Uh, I don't
1: even know how we made it this long, man. Neither like, do Jesus I. Jesus Christ! Yeah. I was like, this is gonna be over in fifteen minutes. <laughs> I have nothing to say about. This. I'm not gonna lie. I looked over and I saw twenty minutes, and I'm like,
0: okay, we're we're good. <laughs> but I think ten more minutes, and we've at least this got might an be episode. it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Um. But, yeah, no, I think I'll I'll definitely... uh, This might be a movie I might see if, like, Katie wants to go check out. Yeah.
1: I mean... Like a Tuesday fucking...
0: Fuck yeah. Yeah. Let's go see Vin Diesel get his face blown off in the (laughs) nanomite (laughs) CGI. Bunch of times. Put it it back together. I bet it happens more than once. Uh, (laughs) Be my guess. You think think his face gets blown off more than once? I think so. Well, his face gets blown (laughs) off in one scene, and then in, like, the money shot for the second trailer also, Mm -hmm. like... He catches, like, a grenade, and it, like, blows his entire chest and arms off. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he's just walking. It looks like a shot from Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Jesus. Yeah, dude. That's they blow his fucking chest off. That's
1: not how this works. In both of his arms. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even real, and it doesn't work like that. I, like just, want, I just want you to. That's I, the most infuriating thing. When I, I want like, like This is a fictional thing, <laughs> and I still have to sit here and go, that doesn't work like that. <laughs> I just want to buy you a ticket so you can sit in the back and be like,
0: guys, this is not how this works. I just...
1: You know, I so, okay, I had a uh, random thing to throw in here that, oh. that sort of pertains. Okay. Um, so the other night, oh, it was actually when we finished Knives Out. Okay. Uh, when it was over, uh, Hannah was, like, passed out on the couch. I wasn't super tired yet. I was like, I'm going to sit here and just watch something for, like, 20, 30 minutes or something, and we'll go to bed. Yeah and uh so you know i I have a thing where oftentimes when i'm like you know if it's a scenario like that where i'm trying i don't want to get invested in something you know because then i'm going to stay up and watch it and i'm like i had stuff to do the next day and shit i gotta go to bed but so i'll just like flip through you know cable channels and like what's like the worst movie that's on tv yeah and it was a really easy decision that night because elysium was playing Ooh, Uh, i was like all right let me catch the last you know 20 minutes of elysium (laughs) And uh, so, you know, I turned and within like within five seconds, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't fucking can't deal with this movie. It's so bad. (laughs) Um, So I went on I just went on IMDb Uh and I was looking at trivia for uh, Elysium. And uh, there was some, you know, funny stuff in there. Then I was like, I saw the goofs section. Okay. And I was like, oh, let me let me look through some of those. And I just start scrolling through it, and I start going, and I'm like, holy shit, this is like really long. Oh. There's a lot in here, and yeah. I'm like, that doesn't surprise me. I don't I don't think Neil Blomkamp is this like incredible filmmaker or anything. Uh-huh. So, um, I was like, oh wow, yeah, he fucked up a lot of stuff. And then you know, so I just scroll all the way to the end, and I'm like, what's the last goof, you know, on this <laughs> list? Uh huh. And it was this, like, incredibly technically specific thing about how this, like, one piece of technology that is in the movie for, like, three seconds would not work the way it was portrayed for, like, these ten reasons. Oh. And I was like, oh, damn, somebody did, like, a deep, deep dive on this. That's hilarious. And so I started scrolling back. Okay. And I think, like, most of this goof stuff was all written by the same guy, I think. Who was clearly like an engineer or something who just had way too much time on his hands and just ripped apart like every piece of tech in this movie (laughs) in in excruciating detail. He probably had a Uh, moment
0: like you where you're like, I'm just gonna
1: watch 20 minutes of something, not get too involved. Oh, dude, and then he spent like a month writing up like a master's, you know, paper on oh like everything God. that didn't work about all the imagined tech in this movie. That's amazing. And it's fucking hysterical. Like I was I ended up sitting there reading that when then I looked up and the movie was over and something else was playing. And I was like, <laughs> I, I've got a way better experience out of this. But um, yeah, no, go to IMDb, uh, look up Elysium and fucking go to the goof section. And I guarantee you it's worth your time. It was very, very fun to read. But in terms of everything we've been talking about this movie, that it's like, this isn't even real technology. And it's like, (laughs) there are massive inconsistencies, even just on a theoretical level. It's so good. Um, Man, yeah, somebody really, really took this movie to task. (laughs) That's hilarious. Totally fucking dressed it down on IMDb (laughs) in the goose section. I loved it. I was like, I'm so happy you exist, sir. You're probably an insufferable human. Uh, I would never want to meet you in person. I probably couldn't stand you for more than yeah. like ten <laughs> seconds, but your your legacy that you've left on this website cemented is yeah, is ironclad. <laughs> That's great. So yeah, so if anyone's feeling like I feel about this movie, this is a great uh, little cathartic place to go and just feel like, yeah. Yeah, you know what? I didn't even think of that. This guy's
0: fucking right. I honestly just can't wait for the goof section for when Bloodshot comes out.
1: Yeah, oh man, I, this guy's probably... <laughs> he's probably on yeah, it. Yeah, the, the author of the goof section for Elysium is probably just primed and ready. I mean, he's probably got a whole 12 pages just on the trailer. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't even imagine.
0: Uh, the one thing, uh, the last thing I think interests me, I mean, well... I use interest very loosely because, Uh (laughs) you know, I'm interested in the movie, but not in the way everybody thinks. Relative to what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the character Bloodshot in the comics is like pale, like white, like his skin is white. Mm. And obviously, at least through a majority of the trailer, like Vin Diesel is not. He's just his regular skin tone. Because technically, like, he's dead. He's a fucking zombie, you know, and the nanomites are just keeping him alive Mm -hmm. somehow, right? He's been reanimated. Yeah, That's actually a word that's used in the plot. Uh, synopsis on IMDb but like the last shot one of the last shots or some of the TV spots have him like doing that quintessential like Vin Diesel thing where like he like looks up at the camera all brooding mm. and stuff and he's like pale he's like white like he looks like the character looks in the comic books so I wonder if he gets like blown apart so much in the movie is does a uh, skin pigment jargon come in yeah <laughs> Because that's gonna be fucking yeah. That's gonna be a gem. I'm waiting for the s- skin pigment jargon to happen. The
1: the scene where they explain away the uh, uh, variation and pigmentation from the original source material to this uh, adaptation. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. like to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna bother to explain anything in this fucking movie, it may as well be that. Yeah, I mean, that seems like the most yeah.
0: Maybe it's a form of camouflage. Maybe he can, like, program the mm. nanomites to be, like, so people don't know it's me.
1: Why not? Yeah. Why wouldn't he be it able to sense. change? I mean, if it can literally rebuild him as his body is exploding. It's true. I feel like changing pigmentation would be, you know, like a, a small ask comparatively. <laughs> <laughs> it's <Like, laughs> all I'm asking for, guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's, right, You know, right. and they're like, oh yeah, that's fucking kids. That we perfected that years ago. Yeah, right. Don't you want to know about the thing that, like, somehow keeps <laughs> your heart pumping even though it's in many pieces <laughs> and somehow keeps you know the momentum of the upper portion of your body which is detached from the legs that are still moving forward all pushing forward at the same pace and direction yeah there's a you know there's a lot i'm gonna have 12 pages on this trailer by the time i'm already this thinking about that, that scene that i told doing. you
0: about where like this it's coming back like he gets blown apart but like the the limbs from the ground are not like... It doesn't look like they're reattaching. It just looks like the nanomites are building new yeah bones and hands and skin. This is going to be really interesting to watch. I'll fill you in. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I expect a full report. Oh, it's coming. Uh, by which I mean, you know, you walking in and being like, dude, just, just don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just. I wanna, I'm, I'm not... Uh, As much as I want to believe that there is a post, uh, uh, was it post the Predator or Rise of Skywalker kind of conversation coming after seeing Bloodshot? I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to achieve those levels of like, Bobby hates this. No, I think it's going to be one of those just like whatever, dude. Yeah, I'm glad it's over. I do (laughs)
0: have to compete complete that trilogy though.
1: Oh yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's going to be whatever. It's going to be some holiday release. It's always a holiday release. Yeah. But anyway. Well. We're clearly done talking about Bloodshot. So done talking about Bloodshot.
0: <laughs> Stick uh, a fork in this one. As probably always, uh, Dorian will not be seeing it. I will be seeing it. Yeah, it's pretty typical. <laughs> pretty typical, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And we'll be back next week. Indeed. Later.